Welcome to this week's episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Once again, here we are cruising along volume three of BusinessWise, our third year of delivering these episodes, and we are about to address such a critical element in building and expanding an organization that it it fair defies belief that we have not spoken to this before, quite frankly. Wow! We are about to discuss the bedrock of organizational troubles, and believe it or not, I don't think we have done much more than mention this in our past episodes. If your organization is not coming together, if people are not getting things done as expected, if things are actually much worse off than that, you are looking at only nine sources of the trouble. How about that? There's nine sources. Now, this article was written by Ellen Hubbard on the 20th of November, 1970, and is entitled, Organization Misunderstoods. And that's what we're going to delve into, Organization Misunderstood. So he starts the article, he says this, he says, Understanding ceases on going past a misunderstood word or concept. Very important datum. Understanding ceases on going past a misunderstood word or concept. Then he gives you some examples. He says, if a person reading a text comes to the words Felix Domesticus and doesn't know it simply means house cat, the words which appear thereafter may become meaningless, quote-unquote, uninteresting, quote-unquote, and he may even become slightly unconscious, his awareness shutting down. So you may have children and you're helping them with their homework or you're working with employees and they're studying something, they're trying to get along with something and they get dopey or tired. Their awareness is shutting down. Why? Because they're passing words they don't understand. They don't know that it means house cat. You go buy a word like that and your comprehension is going to start to shut down. Okay. In any sentence, in any paragraph. So then he goes on, he gives this example. He says, example, wind the clock and put out the Felis Domesticus, and then call Algernon and tell him to wake you at 10 a.m., read as an order by a person who didn't bother to find out that Felis Domesticus means house cat, or the variety of cat which has been domesticated, will not register that he is supposed to call Algernon, will feel dopey or annoyed, and probably won't remember he's supposed to wake up at 10 a.m. In other words, these are Mr. Hubbard's words here, He says, in other words, when the person hit a misunderstood word, he ceased to understand and did not fully grasp or become aware of what followed after. This is so important for you, for your own personal uh, self-improvement, for handling employees, for handling your kids. You know, you've got kids slaving through homework, having difficulty in school. Know this, they are passing misunderstood words. All right, and you can help them a great deal by helping them to locate them and clear them up. He goes on, Mr. Trevor goes on, he says, all this applies to a sentence, a book, a post, or a whole organization. He, say, he says this, he says, along the time track, a crashing misunderstood will block off further ability to study or apply data. You know, you got an employee and, you know, you can't get this person to sell. Just cannot get this person to sell. You got him, you hire him to be a salesman, And he can't sell. And no matter how much drilling you give him, no matter how much 
coaching you give him, no matter what kind of prospects you give him, he cannot sell. And you start plugging around, you start plugging around, you know, what's his misunderstood word? He could have a misunderstood word that is so critical that it actually crashes him. He is not able to apply the data. He has a crashing misunderstood. It blocks further understanding of, of what he's doing. And that word could be sell. It could be the word sell. I don't know what, what, is, what does to sell mean, actually? You know, look it up. And he clears it up and he's like, oh my God. You know, he's, he's looking up the word. And it comes to this, you give or hand over something in exchange for money. Yeah, they'd sold the car. Yeah, kind of had that. Uh, persuade someone of the merits of. What's that one again? Persuade someone of the merits of. The merits of? Well, what does merit mean? You know, you find out this guy had no idea that he is supposed to persuade people of the value of something and how it is useful to them. It's a persuasion. It's an art of persuasion. Really, I, I, I thought it was just to dig into their wallet and get a credit card or something, you know? I didn't realize sell has anything to do with persuading someone and enlightening them on the merits of something. We look at the derivation of the word, and it means to give up. Sell. I'm giving up something if I'm selling something. To, so it's from, an, oh, from its Germanic word. It comes from Old Norse. Sell ya, give up, sell. So I'm giving up something. I thought the other guy was giving up something. So I'm selling him something means I'm giving up something. I'm enlightening the guy on something. I'm persuading him on the merits of something so that I can hand it over to him. Early use included the sense give, hand something over voluntarily in response to a request. So to sell was, hey, would you sell me that car? Would you sell me that thing? I'm actually, if I'm selling... I'm giving something up to the guy, and he's giving me an exchange for it. I thought he was giving something up. Funny ideas about sales, you know, some kind of idea. That, or to close. Close. What does close mean? You know, you're supposed to close the sale. Uh, you know, ask the guy what the word means. May have a completely like, I don't know, you know, close. And the guy said, uh, you know, I might be interested. Is that a close? Guy may not even know what a close is. Look at close. Now here we go. Bring a business transaction to a satisfactory conclusion. He closed the deal with a metal dealer. Wow. It's supposed to be a, con a satisfactory conclusion. That's a close? Yeah. It's supposed to be, you're bringing a business transaction to a satisfactory conclusion. Everybody's happy. It's a win-win. That's a close? I thought it was, uh, you know, to get the guy to say yes. And whether, you know, he was satisfied or not. We, we pushed him into saying yes. He said yes. It's a close. Was it brought to a satisfactory conclusion? I mean, these are just some typical, uh, commonly used words, but it could be also uh, another word within, within the subject, some word that is keeping him from getting a result. Now, when you're in uh, technical areas, you know, you're talking about an auto repair shop or a doctor's office, there's all kinds of terminology going around, uh, being bandied around, and you better make sure that your employees understand, you better make sure you understand those terminologies that are being utilized because uh, they pass those up and not clear them and you wonder why they're being kind of dumb. You know, well, things are blank after that. You start talking about, I'm not even going to use some of the words that you hear in a doctor's office for the love of God, but, you know, you better make sure uh, 
You know, you may notice when you hire someone into a medical professional a position like a chiropractic assistant or a dental assistant, you know, in the first few weeks, they're kind of in a daze, you know. It's a miracle they get through it. If they don't have any earlier experience, they're being hit with so many terms that they don't understand from the beginning that uh, it's probably pretty hard for them to function, and that would be why. So, of course, it would be a very smart idea to have a long list of the words that are generally used in uh, specialized terms that you would use in your business or in your office and make sure that somebody sits down with a new hire and uh, that they understand all those different words. Very, very important. This is Mr. Robert again. In other words, when the person hit a misunderstood word, he ceased to understand and did not fully grasp or become aware of what followed after. All of this applies to a sentence, a book, a post, or a whole organization. Along the time track, a crashing misunderstood will block off further ability to study or apply data. It will also block further understanding of an organization, its org board, short for organizing board, an individual post or duties, and such misunderstoods can effectively prevent knowledge of or action on a post. Then in all capital letters, he says this, all this is the most common cause of an unacceptable post product or no product at all. All capital letters. He's emphasizing all this is the most common cause of an unacceptable post product or no product at all. And you're not getting a, you, you have unacceptable post products or no product at all. Look for misunderstood words. This is why it's very, very important to have write-ups for every position in your organization that they study, that your employees should study. They should be reading and studying materials that relate to their position. And then if they're not getting products after that, then of course you want to look through those materials to see if there's words that they didn't understand. And these days with literacy, you know, plummeting out of our school system and getting worse and worse, you know, my father was a professor in a college and uh, it was very, very interesting that every year he would come in. This is like quite a while ago. I'm not going to say how long ago, but it was a long time ago because I'm not a youngster. Right. But it's interesting. He would come home and he would say every year that the spelling was getting worse. The vocabulary was declining. It, it was a noticeable fact from year to year with his students in college. Okay. Mr. Robert goes on to say the difficulties of an organization in functioning or producing stem from this fact. Then he gives you another datum. Listen to this. Personal aberration is the cause of products that are in fact Overt acts. What's an overt act? An overt act is, and here this definition is from Mr. Hubbard, he says an overt act is an intentionally committed harmful act committed in an effort to resolve a problem. So here you have uh, one of your employees. They don't know what they're doing. They have misunderstood words and they're trying to get something done. They do it wrong. It's a harmful act. So now they're, they're trying to figure out, well, how am I going to cover this up? Or uh, how am I going to solve this problem? And they do another harmful act, and uh, it just becomes a quagmire. Stemming from what? From misunderstood words. Or it can, as he says here, it can also stem from personal aberration, which is interesting. It's most commonly not actually from personal aberration. He says, uh, this is from Mr. Hubbard. He says, those who are personally very aberrated are not about to produce anything but an overt act. They are difficult to detect as they are being careful not to be detected. Things, quote, just sort of go wrong, end quote, around them, resulting in a product that is, in fact, an overt act. But these constitute only about 10 or 20% of the population. So you will have employees, and you will have partners, and you will have other people in your environment 
that uh, what they are producing on a routine basis is an overt act. It's harmful. It's an intentionally committed harmful act to solve a problem, a problem that's in their universe somewhere, not necessarily even in the present time universe, but in their universe, they're trying to solve a problem, and they are committing overt acts, harmful acts. Okay, but that's a, a minority, says, uh, Mr. Roberts says, the remaining 80% or 90% where they are non-functional or bungling are so because they do not understand what it's all about. They have, in effect, gone on by a misunderstood such as what the org is supposed to do or the admin tech, administrative technology they use on their posts or where they are or what their product is. Your staff, if they're not producing, 90%, 80 or 90% of the time, it's stemming because from misunderstood words or concepts. They don't know why they're there. They don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what their product is. They don't know where they are. They may not know the definition of their post title. Check it over. Do you know what the definition of the word receptionist is? What is the definition of the word assistant? You are supposed to be assisting me. What does that mean? What is an executive? These are words that people commonly, they use them all the time, but they may, you ask them, what's the definition of the word? They might look at you kind of blankly. There might be a lag there. What is an executive? I've cleared up the word executive with many members and discovered they didn't really know what an executive is, what the word actually means, never mind the derivation or the full concept, right? Maybe they have a misunderstood word on the word employee. These are words that could be crashing misunderstood that prevent function. And pretty routine that people are passing words like that, especially these days where the education is not demanding that they understand the words that they're using. I've even heard that dictionaries have been outlawed in certain classrooms. You know, uh, you know, you're cheating. Do you look at a word up in the dictionary? That's ridiculous, but it happens. You've probably heard of such things. So then he goes on to say this. He says, Earth organizations like governments or big monopolies get a very bad repute because of these factors. Now, here are these nine factors. Listen to this. One, personal aberration of a few, undetected and unhandled. Well, that's for sure. Huh? Like, let's face it. There are some very aberrated people, and they often work their way up into... Uh, into positions of quite some influence in your company and in governments. I mean, look at the psychos that have, you know, led countries to war, like an Adolf Hitler or Mussolini. These are crazy people, and they have personal aberrations, significant personal aberration, and it's not detected and handled early on until they're in full, they're in full command and power and uh, dramatizing it on everybody left and right, and then everybody's too afraid to do anything about it, right? Or you have one continuing undetected in your own business. You know, I don't know what's going wrong. Something's going wrong. We can never seem to get things quite totally right. Well, it could be there's, a per there's someone there that's personally aberrated, one of those 10 or 20%. It's not that unusual. It is still one or two out of 10. So uh, definitely a factor you should look for. Number one, personal aberration of a few undetected and unhandled. Two, inadequate or unreal basic education technology and facilities. Now, you are dealing with this members of mine and listeners, okay, you're dealing with an educational system that's letting people down by not making sure that there is basic education, that people are coming out of schools, uh, having learned something, having a vocabulary, knowing their grammar, knowing how to spell, knowing how to read, having, you know, an extensive vocabulary so that they can understand things. You've got to contend with that. And the most typical way that business owners contend with that is they just retrain people. 
training should be very much part of your process of building an organization because don't assume that people are coming to you trained because there is an inadequate or unreal basic education technology and facilities. That's number two. Number three, inadequate or unknown organization technology. You know, what organization technology actually exists out there? If you, you can grab all these books and you can look them over. And is it a scientific system that holds together where you can tell that it's based on fundamental laws and it addresses hiring, sales, marketing, organization, structure, you know, training, finance, all these factors, are they all integrated? Is there really truly an organizational technology? Not by a long shot. If there was, don't you think our governments would be better set up than they are now? Would you say our governments are models of efficiency and organization? And go into some corporate, you know, businesses sometime, you know, or large or small, and ask yourself, is there organizational technology? person might have, you know, bookshelves full of how-to books on how to build or run an organization, but that doesn't seem to be putting order into their business. This is one of the beauties of the Hubbard Management System. It's a fully integrated system based on fundamental laws and principles that hold together and integrate with, other, with all aspects of the organization. So there is now an organizational technology, but not a very good chance that people are coming to you with that understood or known. You're probably going to have to train them on that. That's number three. Four, non-comprehension of the individual regarding the activities of which he is a part. Do not underestimate the importance of making sure that everyone in your organization fully understands the mission of the organization, what its purpose is, what its goals are, how it is structured, how it is organized, how they fit into the picture. They don't know that. How are they expected to be great teammates? How are they expected to be great employees? How do you expect them to produce consistently and frequently and, and well? You can't because they don't really know what they're a part of. Okay, uh, five, non-comprehension of the basic words with which he is working. We've kind of covered that already. Six, purposes of the post uncleared. What is the purpose of a post? Go to the receptionist, just do this. Go to a few of your employees and ask them. You know, say you go to your receptionist. What is the purpose of your position or your post in this organization? And see what they say. Go to your sales guy, go to the director of sales, go to your collections manager or your financial manager, go to uh, any of your executives. What is the purpose of your position or your post? And see what they say. You will probably see some startled looks, some lagging answers. They, they, unlikely that they'll give them to you with a snap of a finger. And you'll probably find those are a little bit off. And you may have to... Uh, have a little bit of a conversation over it before it gets all kind of refined and you kind of go, yeah, now that makes sense. That's kind of my purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of thought it was something like that, but that's well done. Thanks boss. Thanks for taking the time to help me clarify my purpose. That is a very, very important function. Uh, you cannot underestimate because that's that's number six of uh, these factors that can cause trouble in an organization. So number seven, admin of the post, not known or comprehended. So every position, let's say you have an auto mechanic, say, well, what does he need to know about administration? He needs to know enough to know how to originate communications from his position to others in the organization, how to respond to communications that are coming in, what's the schedule, what are the policies, what are the do's and the don'ts. Don't think that there is an administrative handling for every position on the organizing board, even if they are technical. So that can be a problem. Number eight, technology in use not fully understood. Now you got a real problem with this one. Technology 
in use, not fully understood. Yeah, you better make sure that all your barbers know how to cut hair. You better make sure all your dentists know how to dent. You better make sure all your uh, mechanics know how to repair automobiles or they know at least the, the uh, technical aspects of what they're doing. Your carpenters better know how to put, you know, how to join wood. You know, this is obviously uh, can cause a lot of trouble. But if that's not occurring, if they are uh, having competencies, you might find, for instance, that some of your technical personnel are strong in some areas and weak in the others. Look in those weak areas for misunderstood terms or words, because chances are you're going to find them, and that's why they're weak in those areas. Okay, and then uh, finally, number nine, a lack of comprehension of products. And that's another good one. You want to ask somebody, I, I do seminars on this, and I ask people to write out their products, and a lot of times what they write out are their duties or their functions, but the idea of a product as a completed high-quality article or service is not really there. It's not being expressed as a completed thing that you have now brought into existence. So even the concept of a product, like I know what my product is. I'm supposed to put in eight hours a day. I'm supposed to be here for eight hours and that's what I get paid for. Yeah, but what's your product? My what? Like you, you may not even find that they even know what the concept of a product is, never mind what their specific product is. And that's number nine. So Mr. Robert then goes on to say this, out of these nine things, one gets organizational troubles and the belief that it takes a genius to run one successfully. Yet all the genius in the world will fail eventually if the above nine things are not handled to some degree. So these nine things, personal aberration was number one. Number two, inadequate or unreal basic education technology and facilities. You're probably going to have to compensate for that because you're not going to about to go change the school system or the college system, but you're probably going to have to have a pretty good educational system in your business if you're really going to prosper. Number three, inadequate or unknown organization technology. Well, that's for sure. There's a horrible lack of organization technology out there. No real stable data on it at all. You have it with the Hubbard Management System. You want to train your employees on Hubbard Management so they understand what an organizing board is, what it's for, what is a hat what is a statistic? What is a graph? What is a communication system? These are the fundamentals that, boy, everybody needs to understand on that team if it's going to be a team. You might understand it, but, you know, if you think just you understanding it is enough, that's like being, you know, a quarterback for a football team where you're the only person who knows the plays or the rules of football. You're going to get clobbered, man. You need to make sure everybody's on the same page and they better know what the organization technology is that you're applying in your organization if it's going to be effective. Number four, uh, non-comprehension of the individual regarding the activities of which he is a part. Does he understand what he is a part of? Does he understand what the goal finder, the uh, owner, the founder of the organization is trying to accomplish uh, with customers, patients, or clients, right? They better have a pretty clear understanding of what this organization is or what the group is supposed to be doing. Five, non-comprehension of the basic words with which he is working. Easy enough to check. Make a list of those words. Make sure they understand them. Six, purposes of the post uncleared. Go around and make sure everybody has a clear idea what the purposes of their position. Very, very worth doing. Seven, admin of the post not known or comprehended. Now, that's easily solved by making sure everybody has a what we call a hat, a description of, not, of the administrative activities that go along with the position. Generally, a hat does not include technical training. 
you have technical, you need technical personnel, they go to an auto school, an auto repair school, and they learn and get a certificate in that. They probably have misunderstood, so you may have to clear those up, but they come in with that certificate. That's not necessarily in their hat, but what the hat should include is how they integrate into the organization, what their purpose is, where they're posted on the organizing board, how do they request time off, how, what's the schedule, what are the policies regarding uh, various different activities of the organization, how do you deal with a customer, et cetera. These are all the administrative aspects of the post. And if those aren't known or comprehended, they'll cause trouble. Okay. Eight, technology and use, not fully understood. Yeah, you better have a function to make sure uh, if you're running an organization that has a technical service, you want to be sure you're looking over the technical delivery and that it fits the standards that you've established for your organization. That's number eight. Number nine, a lack of comprehension of products. Maybe they don't even understand that they're supposed to be getting those products. Okay, so those are the nine things, Mr. Robert says, out of these nine things, one gets organizational troubles and the belief that it takes a genius to run one successfully. So if you're looking at your organization saying, boy, it takes a genius to run this place, list out these nine points and make sure each one of them are in, and um, you should have a much easier go of it. A lot fewer troubles. Okay. So, uh, anyway, very important this business about misunderstood words. It pervades society. It's all over. It's in your organization. And uh, we've not really brought it up. We've not emphasized it before, but we can't overemphasize it because it is at the root of most of these nine points. You will find misunderstood words at the bottom of that that are causing these non comprehensions, misunderstood words or concepts, as he says. You'll find those at the bottom of these, uh, most of these nine points. And that's why he has that sentence in all capital letters, which is, again, just to remind you, all this is the most common cause of an unacceptable post product or no product at all. Misunderstood words or concepts, okay? Otherwise, I'll be talking to you next week. And uh, thank you very much for listening.